Hey guys, welcome back to Fringe and Flourish. I'm your host, Laura Magruder, and today I'm joined by my friend, Alicia Hicks, as we talk about the perfect balance between work and home life. So welcome, Alicia. Hey. What's going on? Not much. Just chilling on your couch. Yeah, I like it. (laughs) So tell me a little bit about yourself. So I am a sports massage therapist, and at the moment, I have a place called Movement Muscle Therapy, and we have three locations. Did you go to school for massage therapy? Yes, I did. Um, So I was in the military for about eight years at the end of my enlistment. I knew I wanted to do massage, so I went to where I was stationed at the time, found my closest massage therapy school, went to school, and then I hit the ground running once I got out. Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) And you've kind of evolved over several years into, Mm -hmm. so you opened your first (laughs) clinic, and now you have three, Mm -hmm. and you also have like a million hobbies. Yes. And you're really good at all of them. Oh, thanks. So (laughs) tell me... About some of your hobbies and how you incorporate them into your business. Yeah. So growing up, my parents always taught me that you should have three skills that you're really good at so that in case you can't do one of them, you can still make money doing the other ones. Um, So I grew up around my dad who just built all of our furniture and stuff for our house growing up. And so I learned all my woodworking skills from him. Um, I do like a lot of like geometric shelving, um, just like fun home decor stuff. Um, So I implement a lot of that into my offices, which is great because I think I'm very lucky in a sense that like I can look at my office and be like, I don't like the way this is set up for whatever reason. I want to change it completely. And you can just do it. And I can do it and build everything that I want for it. And it's like, okay, perfect. I like it like this where I see like you doing your stuff to your salon and like other friends and you have to like put way more money into things oh, yeah, and way sucks. more like, yeah, logistics. It super sucks. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> but I wish I had you around more, but you're a very, very busy woman. I know. It's crazy, but I'm well, getting Well, like I said, you're running three <laughs> locations and all the hobbies. You're also a graphic designer. Yes. Yeah. So you've done all the work for the salon mm-hmm. uh, for the last three years, which is awesome. So yes. do you, so you went to school for graphic design mm-hmm. and massage therapy. Do you feel like that's kind of like helped you get where you are today? Yep. So when I got out of the military, I was just basically like, I'm not ever going to work for anyone ever again. I'm going to start my own thing. Um, So I did work for someone like for a year at a spa, just because that's what my teachers said I should do to make sure I have a place that I like and I know how to run um, the business by watching other people fail or just watch how other people do it. So um, then I opened up my business and I knew that I'm very like, you're like me, I'm very type A and I like things to be a very specific way. So (laughs) I didn't want to trust my vision of my brand in the hands of somebody else. So I had free schooling with getting out of the military. So that's when I went to graphic design school and then um, started doing that and then did all of my stuff for movement. Yeah. Yeah. And you also have a boyfriend and a house and a dog. (laughs) And from the outside looking in, and we've been friends for, what, seven years now? Mm -hmm. Yeah, seven years. And I've known you pretty well throughout those years, I'd like to think. Yeah. And from the outside looking in, it really looks like you have this really great work-life balance. Although I know (laughs) that there is no perfect balance and... 
I'm sure you feel the same. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because from the outside looking, it's like, oh yeah, she's totally got it together. But I know it's not always as easy as it looks. Yeah. So when you talk about perfect like work-life balance, I mean, what does balance mean to you? So something I'm learning a lot about, um, I think that if you like YouTube, someone who's self-employed like a day in the life, I've done it multiple millions of times just to see what other people's schedules are because I always felt like there was something lacking in what I was doing to be able to balance my relationship, my hobbies, my work, all of that. And I've just kind of come to realize that it's just really different for everybody and you really have to figure out like what type of lifestyle you are. Um, so like growing up, I grew up in a really strict like household. It was a great like household, but it was very strict. My dad was in the Marines. Everything had to be like very, very specific. There was like definitely micromanaged a lot. <clears throat> so I was used to just not having a creative outlet as much. I like did lots of crafts and stuff growing up. Um, but Little with things like, Alicia. <laughs> but like, doing school. I hated school. I skipped school as much as I could. I didn't succeed in that because it wasn't a balance that I enjoyed. I'm just not the type that I can just sit there and get a ton of work done and just sit and listen to people talk all the time. Um, So then I got out with high school and stuff like that. I did the military and that's very, very structured, but you have more freedom in like your free time, but there's not much creative outlet with jobs with that either. Um, so then when I got out, I was like, okay, I'm already used to like a super strict lifestyle. Now it's time for like entrepreneurial self-employed, like I'm already used to waking up early. So I'm going to wake up early, get my workout done, get this and this done. And then I'm going to spend hours on my computer work. And it sounds great. And like, if you watch these- it doesn't these, always work like that. No. And like, we're all different. So like, I know that I thrive if I have creative outlets, even if it's not doing something for me at my work, which I think is hard for some people to separate of like, well, my work is my life and it's my baby. So everything I do has to be for that. But finding creative outlets so that I could get that creativity out um, and just understanding that like, when I make my life balance, I have to have that time in to either do woodworking or work on my car or do graphic design computer work or just making jewelry, this and that. Um, and I've been fighting that for years. And this year I'm finally like embracing it and just realizing that like I'm a creative and I have to have these things. So like yeah. my balance looks very different than a lot of other people's and other people's look different than others. So for me... Waking up early just isn't it anymore. I have to wake up late. Like, I just can't, like... Yeah, everyone has, like, a different, like, uh, sleep rhythm. Yeah. I know, like, my sweet spot is to wake up at 7. Like, Mm -hmm. go to bed by 11, wake up at 7. Yeah. And so I work 11 to 8 p.m. or 10 to 6 because it still allows me to have lots of time in the morning. Because I I am a somewhat of a morning person. I like to get all my stuff done first, get my head right, and then go to work. Yeah. Versus... When I do, I mean, I enjoy an easy Saturday when I get off at four or five and can still do stuff after work, but I really like my morning time because I feel like my head is very clear mm-hmm. and I can just sit and focus and do whatever. But I'm also realizing that I don't have to only be doing work stuff outside of work. Mm-hmm. Like I have this thing where when I wasn't at work, I was only reading about work or listening to podcasts about small business growth or doing, you know, continuing education. And finally I realized like, wait a second, I already work 40 plus hours behind the chair. Mm -hmm. Maybe I should give myself 
uh, some time to enjoy other things. Like I started reading fiction books again, which I haven't read in years. I can't remember the last time I've read a fiction book. Right? Because I I almost felt guilty for like not spending all my free time on work stuff. But that doesn't lead, that's not healthy. No, it's It's not. not. It's not a healthy balance. And, um, you know, having a work phone too, you know what that's like. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to be able to like, put it down and walk away from it. It is, Like yeah. all weekend, I'm like, oh my gosh, what if someone messaged me or needed something? Right. So what? how do you kind of draw those lines? So to me, and this sounds really bad, and it's not like putting myself at a worth that's not there, but I used to be the same way where like, you know, my work phone, I had to have it on me all the time. Like if someone called or texted, like I had to answer those things, even if it was outside of business hours. But I also just have to tell myself it's just a massage. Um, It's like literally like it's nothing. Like if I don't answer that text or that phone call, what's the worst that's going to happen is they're going to have to wait to schedule their massage until I'm available to do that. So just like having those things of like, this is my job. It's a massage. I am a person. Um, this is like, Oh, you mean you have a life outside of? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Amazing. Right. Exactly. 100%. So like really like telling yourself like, okay, you're off of work now. Doesn't necessarily mean like, don't do any work. Cause I mean, I'm, we're both working all the time, but like if I have a day where I come home from work and I'm like, Oh, I didn't have time to do my marketing or do any of this other stuff that I had to do. It's okay. It's fine. And I always try to like, if I have those off days that I'm like, okay, well let's, let's implement something that I do enjoy that I'm going to get something out of. So like I'll go work out longer or I'll go hike or go do something that I still enjoy, but it's still, it still furthers me because it's making me feel better. And I feel like when we're in a bad headspace, we're just not going to get good work done. Oh, absolutely. Um, That's why I hike a lot because for me, it's, it's kind of one of my forms of meditation because mm-hmm. you really have to be present to how your feet are moving, to the people, hopefully there's not a lot of people yeah, right. <laughs> passing you, um, but to the things around you, the trail, the sights, the sounds, the smells. And so for me, I, lo- I mean, I've been hiking like every weekend for the last two months because I, for- I like to get up early on a Sunday morning, mm-hmm. be in the park by, I don't know, 9, 9.30, mm-hmm. and hike, like, four and a half miles. Like, that's just, for me, that's, it's, like, a very clearing space for me. Definitely. Um, and I don't really think about a whole lot. I don't have my phone in my hand. Mm-hmm. Generally, I have a dog or two. Yeah. So, even though it's not me specifically working on work, I'm still working on myself. I'm still allowing myself time and space and a little bit of freedom I don't really think about work when I'm hiking, mm-hmm. but it's me time. And there, I don't have that like work stuff living rent-free in my head. Right, yeah. <laughs> for no. a few minutes, for a few hours, for just a little while, um, it's nice to just like have that time. And I think it's really important to factor that into your schedule and into your life because a lot of, I mean, you and I both work on a very tight schedule. Mm-hmm. Like we are super planners. Yes. Uh, we, we're literally just looking at planners online. Yeah, we're like talking about our digital planners. And we did this last year too. We did. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we used to have planning sessions together. That was really fun. I know. I dropped the um, ball. That's okay. And then COVID happened. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I know I, even outside of work, I still run on a schedule. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my friends have had to learn that. Like if I say I'm going to do something at this time, I'm going to schedule it and I'm going to 
allow a particular amount of time for it. Oh, yeah. Like even us hanging out, I'm like, okay, well, I scheduled, you know, this for X amount of time. And, you know, if that flexes a little bit, that's okay. But I'm really, really big on on scheduling time for yourself as well. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people don't do that. I know I forget too. When I'm really overwhelmed with work, I forget to like just schedule an afternoon off or like a couple hours to just sit on the couch or do whatever I need to do. For sure. No. Um, yeah, I think, I think I'm sure with everybody, everyone's kind of figured out, you know, we've had like a, a lot of eye-opening experiences with being home so much with COVID and everything. And I think that's when I really was able to dial in at like, okay, this is working for me. This isn't working for me. Cause I was doing, you know, early morning, I go work out. And then after that I drink my coffee and I do my like blah, blah, on the computer. And then when I'm done with that, and it was just like very regimented and it works for some people, but like I figured out it just doesn't help for me. So like on my planner, if you look at it, it probably looks like a literal five-year-old's planner. Cause it's like, <laughs> wake up. Then it's like breakfast clean. Like just get my brain together. And then there's like a two hour block that just says like craft. And then there's like another one that's like bath. And it's oh, that's, like, m- so that's mine silly. too. I literally put like a little bathtub sticker, yeah, like same. saying like, here's when I'm going to take a bath or like self-care time or like even like a date night mm-hmm. or like one-on-one time with Tom, because you you do have to schedule those things in because if you don't, you forget about them. Oh, for sure. And then yeah. you're like, oh my gosh, it's been three weeks and I haven't had a date with myself or my partner. Like, right. You know, and I will even do like a big block that's just like chill. Yep. Just chill because I think it's important to, if you are someone like you and I who we literally, our days are scheduled out by appointments. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna run by a schedule outside of work, then at least- do yourself the decency of scheduling in time for yourself and time for self-care and time for your partner. 100%. Um, yeah. Cause I feel like with that, I mean, when we don't burnout's real, <laughs> burnout's like a real thing oh, yeah. and it burns out work. Um, you have burnout in like your personal life, burnout in your health, um, all of that. And I like definitely experienced that this year. I had a lot of just, old things that came up and it put me in a bad place. And yeah, I was just like trying to do all this work to like keep myself busy and this and that. And like, okay, well I'll like, I'll feel better if I just stay on regimen with everything that I'm doing and this and that. And my boyfriend knows me very, very well. And he's just like, you just need to get like the fuck out of here. Like you just gotta like unplug. Like you can't like, you're like burning the candle at both ends at this point. And it's like, I can tell like, it's just not good anymore. And I was like, yeah. And so a couple of weeks ago, I just drove out to like the middle of nowhere in the woods and found this like creepy, it was a really cute cabin, but it was like <laughs> was it a an very, Airbnb. It, yeah, it was an Airbnb. It was a, it was a beautiful Airbnb. It was really weird. There was some like weird, I watched too many horror movies, but there was like the person who ran it. It was just very culty. I was just like, this place is crazy, but it was nice though. Good, <laughs> really good. Cool. Um, so yeah, that was like very necessary. And I just like, think we all have that certain thing and maybe like I'm sure like maybe like Tom like his is 
playing music and AJ's is just like vegging out and just like watching movies. Oh, Tom's like a horror, like he loves to just veg out and watch a horror movie. Yeah, and people think, you know, self-care has to be something very, very healthy and life balance all has to be like healthy things. Hell no. And yeah, sometimes like, you know, watching a movie is your self-care. Sometimes you binge watch a Netflix show and order Indian takeout. Like who cares? Exactly, yeah. I'm not a big bath person because my bathtub's too small. Mm. And so like, it's just like a standard bathtub. So it's not really like comfortable or like relaxing. Um, So I'm not a big bath person, but I do love like taking like a really long shower, you know, like exfoliating and like really taking my time, Mm -hmm. just like standing under the hot water. That's like a form of self-care for me, even if it's not like a bath bombs and bubble bars kind of thing. Yeah. I don't really consider face masks self-care because I usually do them like while I'm working or like driving to work. Like not like the eye patches while I drive to work. (laughs) (laughs) Not like a full sheet mask. Let me clarify that. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think it is important to like figure out what your version of quote self-care looks like and and to make time for yourself. And Mm -hmm. I always tell Tom like, hey, I just need like a little time for just me Mm -hmm. to just chill out. And another thing for me is, I can't really relax if I'm in town. Yeah. Like I have to be physically removed from Raleigh to 100% relax. Because then I'm like, well, there's really nothing I can do about it. Right, yeah, for sure. (laughs) So I I mean, I love to travel. And obviously we haven't really been doing a lot of that uh, this year since it's uh, there's a pandemic going on. Right. But I just love to be able to go away for the weekend and just chill out and and do other activities and focus on being present with what whatever I'm doing, hiking or even just sitting on the beach and reading and relaxing. But you do have to make it a priority. And there is really no, I mean, there's no perfect way to do it. And everyone is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I have a very like weird schedule, so I'm not a morning person. So I typically wake up at around like 10 o'clock, um, which is crazy. Like, cause I mean, we've stayed the night so many times and we've been like up at seven. Oh, I know. But now I'm like 10 o'clock. I'm in bed by like three or four, but like once like 11 o'clock, 10, 11 o'clock hits, like that's when my energy levels are like at their peak. And that's when I'm like getting my most work done. So instead of fighting it, I'm very lucky to where I can move my schedule around and like the earliest I'll see people at work is 12 o'clock. So yeah, I mean, if you're not, if you know you're not a morning person and you don't do your best work in the morning, why are you working nine to whatever? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I was good at it and I just kept forcing it and forcing it. And then I like started like tracking my day by like, I plan by the hour, but then I started actually like tracking it by the hour, like in real time. And so I'd be like, well, what did I actually get done today? And it's like, yeah, I woke up at five o'clock. I worked out, I came home, I was so tired. And so I like slept and then I like tried to do computer work and it like, I got nowhere. And so there's no point. I'd rather be sleeping during that time and then just stay up hella late and get more stuff done. Yeah. I mean, if that works for you, go for it. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody's different. So if our lives are ruled by a schedule, how do we take control of that schedule? How do we rule it if our lives are so scheduled every single day? Honestly, I think just holding yourself accountable to the schedule that you make um, and being kind to your future self. Because I was going to say, show some grace. Like, yeah, it doesn't, 
It doesn't always have to be a to-do list. Exactly. And also, like, I mean, I know, like, right now I could write my plan for tomorrow and I'm going to be super motivated for tomorrow and put a ton of stuff on there. But I'm not being kind to my future self because if I look at the schedule for what I, if I had to do that all today, I would just be like, that's a lot. Like, why is tomorrow any different? I'm going to be the same person that I am right now writing it. Like tomorrow's (laughs) not going to change to where I'm going to be like more motivated or get more things done. So I think just a lot of people would be like, oh yeah, like tomorrow I'm going to do this, this, and this, and this. And it's like, you don't want to do that right now. It's going to change in like less than 24 hours. Right. Um, You don't wake up like motivated every day. No. And then you'll feel bad about yourself because you're just looking at this list of things that you didn't get done. Yeah, you beat yourself up. Yeah, exactly. So I just basically like, I know what I have to get done that day. And so I put that on my like hourly plan and that's like no matter what if anything happens like this has to happen and then on the side I just have a list where I just brain dump things that like I need to get done but they're not super urgent but yeah, they, they don't have like a deadline yeah. right now so then that way like when I finish all of the things that like I need to get done I can just visit that list and be like oh like that sounds like it's doable right now. Cause I also don't like to tell myself to do certain things. Cause tomorrow I might just be in a terrible mood or I might yeah. just be in a fog mood where like, I'm not going to be valuable. So I should just do something mindless that I can just hurry up and get done. Um, so yeah, just doing things like that is key. Well, and, and not making yourself <laughs> bad and wrong. Like mm-hmm. you said, I like how, and I do the same thing where you, okay, these are my top three things that have deadlines, mm-hmm. you know? And then like, okay, these are some things I need to get done this week, but not making myself bad and wrong if I'm, if I'm not checking off every single thing on my to-do list kind yeah. of thing. And I think it, it, it's, it is valuable to be able to know how to prioritize and to be realistic with yourself. Like you said, mm-hmm. if don't like burden yourself and put all this pressure on yourself to get all these things done, show yourself a little bit of grace, forgive yourself and say, you know what? I did the best I could today, mm-hmm. and here's what I got done. I'm proud of myself for that. Tomorrow's a new day yep. kind of thing. And I think journaling helps a lot too. Um, so I used to be like a big fan of journaling at the end of my day, um, but I've noticed that I'm just crazy, and my mood and everything changes like at the drop of a hat. So I can feel one way at night, and then the next day I feel a completely different way. So the best thing for me is like, in the morning when I'm drinking coffee and stuff, I'll just journal how I'm feeling and what my action plan is for the day. And then throughout like halfway through the day when I'm eating my lunch and checking emails, I'll just do a quick journaling of how I feel then. And then I'll do it at night. And it helps me because sometimes I'll look at my schedule that I made for myself the night before. And I'm just like, what was I thinking? Like, this is ridiculous. And then halfway through the day when I've already told myself like, I'm not going to do all of this. This is just stupid. I'll all of a sudden remember like last night I was really motivated because I had this excellent idea and I want to get this thing going now. And then I'm like, fuck, I just wasted a whole day and I like am now excited again, but now I have to go to work and I could have actually like done Spend something. time on it. Yeah. yeah. So I think like just checking in and like, if you feel like a million emotions at once, like me, it's best to like track it and know where you're at. So then you can like either re-motivate yourself or just remind yourself of why you're doing this. Um, And then also like you could look back and be like, I was really sad last night and that's why I made this plan. Like that's why everything's so heavily like just taking care of myself. Yeah. Like, so I think that's just important is 
listening to yourself, writing it down so it's permanent because I feel like I can change my emotions in the past by being like, oh, you know, maybe I was feeling this way because of this. But like I can write it down and be like, oh, no, I felt that way because that's how I felt. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I used to do that at the end of every day in my planner, actually. Mm -hmm. At the bottom of every day, I would like give it a rating and like write a little note. And then at the end of the week, kind of like look at everything. And the Passion Planner, you and I both have used it in the past. They have like monthly reflections where you can mm-hmm. talk about like, what did you want to get done that you didn't get done? Okay, like let's look at why. And it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't have to be like a beat yourself up thing, but yeah. maybe if you had it on your to-do list every day for a month and you get didn't get it done, maybe you didn't really need to do it. It obviously wasn't a priority. 100%. And maybe you don't really want to do it. Maybe it's not yeah. something you really want to do. So then move on. Well, that's like one thing that's really saved me was noticing certain things that come up on my list that I never get done and realizing that I stress a lot about not getting it done. I know it's not going to get done. So now I know that I will pay someone to get it done. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Like, that's like the main thing. Cause I mean, I have a lot of hobbies and I can catch on to things fast. And so it's very easy for me to be like, I'm not going to pay someone to do that because I can just do it myself. And then I'm like, well, it's been on my list for four months and I could have paid someone and had it done in a week. And now I'm four months in and I'm stressing out about not having this done. So I think that's always a good thing Move too. on. Yes. Knowing when to hire people. Go to something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I covered that in a um, podcast with my friend Kylie talking about like when, like how to hire the right professional for you. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't done a podcast about hiring an assistant, and I think that could definitely be one for you and uh, I yeah, to do. Yeah, right? Seriously. Um, you and I both had employees, and we both had a lot of, a lot of conversation around that stuff. <laughs> so we'll definitely have to do a follow-up in the next six months of that one. Yes, and hopefully we have stellar VAs at that yes. point. <laughs> yes, I know, right? So we talked a little bit about you know how to take care of yourself, so how do you still get shit done? And we talked about prioritizing different to-dos. Um, but I mean, do you think it's 50-50 work, work home? Or do you think that there's a better formula? I don't know. I guess it, really for me, it depends on the day. Um, I am lucky as someone who's self-employed to have someone who's kind of self-employed. I mean, he... AJ works for a tattoo shop. Yeah. But he also, you know, is basically like an independent contractor. So yeah. it's nice. Cause when I get home, I want to spend quality time with him and we want to spend quality time together, but we both have to work, but it's nice because we can both sit on the couch, put on a movie and he can be drawing on his iPad for his appointments. And then I can be doing whatever I need to be you're doing still together, but you're still exactly. Working. So that makes it very easy for me to be able to do a lot of work all the time um, when I need to and not feel like I'm not getting that like personal, like one-on-one time, like with my boyfriend. Um, But also just having, for me, having routines, like I have a night routine and I have a morning routine. And I know that if I have work all day and don't do anything except for work, as long as I do that morning and that night routine, I won't feel so disconnected from my personal life and taking care of myself. So I think that's really good to have and make it something that's a routine. Um, and that's, not, that's definitely something I've struggled with in the past is it's like hard. finding a routine because you know, I would like read these books and I read um, the Miracle Morning oh, by yeah. Hal, Hal Elrod, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty good. But it is a good one. 
I just picked up their workbook for entrepreneurs. There's certain things that like just don't serve me. Mm -hmm. And so you have to really kind of commit and play around with it. But, you know, we have dogs and we have cats. So Mm -hmm. a lot of our morning routine is centered around that, you know, feeding them, letting them out so on and so forth. But I, I mean, I even have some of mine, like I, I do some um, manifestation work on uh, an app on my phone. Um, I always listen to a particular podcast in the morning, just on the way to work, just really take the time to get my head right and feel like, even if I didn't do anything else, at least I did make my bed because that's part of my morning routine. Right, yeah. And it's like, even if at the minimum I got my routine done, I'm doing great. I wash my face, brush my teeth, Mm-hmm. Uh, brushing my hair is not in my routine. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I feel like even if I didn't get as much done as I wanted to, I do have my routines that support me, you know, take my medication at the same time, take my vitamins. Um, so it's it really is the little things. The little things don't mean like a lot. They mean everything. Oh, 100%. So, I mean, and a lot of people really like different journals at night or like a gratitude journal. Mm-hmm. And I know in the Miracle Morning, there's actually like a morning journaling bit as well as exercise and reflection, meditation. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, you really have to find like what works for you. And like I said, a lot of people like the gratitude journaling. Um, a lot of people use like meditation apps or whatever. So what are what are a few of your favorite tools? Um, so favorite tools as in just like, a kind of like gratitude type stuff. Yeah. I mean, I know you mentioned well. like journaling, like brief, like emotion journaling throughout the day. Is there anything else? Yeah. Honestly, I was using a lot of different apps and like trying to figure out what one was the perfect one for me. And I found that they were flawed for my personal reasons. I could always find something that needed to change and it would just bother me. I'm just very too much to where I was just like, I can't use this app. Um, so honestly, I just use pen and paper and I just like write or just write on the side of my planner for like checking in and journaling and stuff like that. When I get things that are specific, like apps for journals, apps for gratitude, it's just too much. Um, I just like live in my planner and I do everything there. And luckily the passion planner has all that stuff. They really need to sponsor us after this. <laughs> passion planner. Hello. Do you, uh, do you want to sponsor us? Cause we really love what you do. Right. Yes. Well, um, I like that the passion planner has pro- like reflection prompts Yes. where, you know, okay, like let's look at this month. Like let's celebrate some things. Let's, you know, so I really, I really love the passion planner for that. And I'm going to dive into the digital one this year. The digital um, one's great. Yeah. I really I'm really like excited it. about that. We have, you know, we have Apple pencils and we'll do mm-hmm. it that way. And, I mean, the one thing I do like about doing things digitally is it's easier for me to transport and have access to Mm -hmm. versus I don't always love carrying around like a binder or a folder or whatever or a journal um, or a planner. Same. To and from because then I like leave it somewhere and I don't have it Mm -hmm. when I need it. And I mean, I do a lot of my schedule on my phone and like my... My personal calendar, like with all my appointments and stuff, syncs with my Calendly for the podcast. And then Tom has a separate calendar that we share of his work schedule and anything that him and I are doing together that, you know, isn't uh, a, that I don't want to see reflected on the podcast schedule. Um, but it, I mean, I like having a calendar for that, but then for mm-hmm. my day-to-day thoughts and activities and things I like small to-dos and stuff, I enjoy having a planner. Yeah, same. 
Yeah, I like my planner a lot. Um, yeah, app-wise, I'm trying to really think. I use Trello a lot, but that was like more for like workflow stuff. I like Trello. We use it for the podcast. Yeah, it's a good one. I like it. Um, it's really straightforward. It is. It's great. And one of my mastermind groups went over it, and I was like obsessed the entire weekend. Like, I, it kind of sucked because I don't think I paid attention to any of the speakers <laughs> the rest of the weekend because I was just making these Trello Setting boards. Your Trello. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, so I use a lot of apps for workflow stuff, but yeah, for like personal life stuff, I just, I do better with just writing whatever. Cause sometimes I'm good at writing like gratitude stuff. And sometimes I'm just really like selfish and in my head. I'm just like, I don't want to write gratitude stuff. Like yeah. I just want to like brain well, dump that's the whole how point, I feel. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so I just like to just write it in my planner and it's also nice too, cause then I can like look back on a specific day and know exactly like what I was thinking and how I was feeling and what I was doing. So then that way, um, I like notice there's certain things in my job that puts me in a bad place. <laughs> and so like, I like started looking back at certain days and I was like, yeah, cause they have at the like lower left corner, there's these little faces. It's like sad face, mad face, happy face. And it's yeah. like, oh, what was your mood today? I know every time I have to do this one thing, I'm just like angry face, angry face. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, I just can't do that anymore. So, but yeah, I think that's the best for me. Um, And then I I like the Calm app a lot for like, just like meditation and sleep stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one. I, um, Insight Timer is a good one too. I haven't done that one. And recently I've started at night, I play uh, rain sounds Mm -hmm. Or um, lately I've been doing like different meditation sounds or guided meditations at night. I tend to really enjoy those going to sleep and I tend to sleep very well. Yeah. Uh, versus having a lot, of, a lot of anxiety about all the things I want to do. Because right. I swear like my brain fires off 1,500 million ideas at once. Yeah, and it's crazy. I wish I had someone in my brain to write things down. Right. So I have so many good ideas, but by the time I like get a chance to write them down, they're gone. Yeah, 100%. Now, I like, that's like one thing I'll do is I'll brain dump before I go to bed is I just like think about anything that came up that day, anything I have to do, and I just brain dump it. And once it's on paper, it's gone. And I turn on Harry Styles on my Calm app and let oh, him yes. just talk me to I've sleep. heard about that. I've listened to it, I think, every day for the past two weeks now. <laughs> does, does AJ listen to it too? No, I tried once. Like, I was like, let's listen to a sleep story. And he was like, no, stop. That's so <laughs> funny. <me> sleep. <laughs> yeah, Tom likes rain sounds, so it works out for both of us. Yeah, we can do sounds. Like, he's fine with that. But um, I was like, <laughs> sleep stories, I don't want to listen to someone talking to me. Like, no. It's <laughs> so funny. Yeah, I, I, there's a few. I mean, we use Trello. Um, a meditation app. And like I said, I use the Secrets Money app. It's like a- oh, I haven't played with that one yet. Yeah, it's a money manifestation. Oh, is it from the Secret? Yeah, oh, and it's cool. really, really cool. I learned about it in the Finance M course I'm taking for the salon. Well, I had used it a long time ago, I think in one of the, the you know, one of the million entrepreneur books that I've read. Mm-hmm. Um, and I re-downloaded it. And it's just crazy when you start to like journal and log different examples of abundance or manifestation in your life like it's crazy oh like yeah. I started doing it and I bought my car for like a killer deal like mm-hmm. two days later oh yeah and then I found like $120 on my apple cash that's so sick like a hundred and something dollars in my Poshmark credits that's I was awesome. like where did this money come from manifesting is Great. Yeah. I think a lot of people just forget that like manifesting and what you put in the whole secret, the whole secret stuff is so true. Anytime I like really start to dial in and I'm like, okay, I'm putting this into the universe. It always like weirdly like things happen and I'm like, whoa. And if you really want to get clear on that, you can listen to our first episode 
called Why You Need a Vision. Yes. Because it covers all of that. Mm-hmm. Well, and I like the idea of doing a brain dump at night because you're just putting everything out there. Oh, yeah. I like literally cannot sleep. I have like a pad of paper either by my bed or sometimes it gets moved like by the sink in the bathroom if I have to like see it right when I wake up. Um, but sometimes I'll get a thought in my head and I'm like, can't sleep, can't sleep. So then I'll just like run over to the pad, write it down and then it's instantly <laughs> gone and then I'm asleep again. So it definitely, I think that's definitely something that should happen all the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think the important thing with both you and I is we're really passionate about what we do mm-hmm. and we're very driven. So we always have a lot of thoughts and ideas going on. Oh yeah. And so that's why I like hiking because that's my time to kind of turn it off, turn mm-hmm. my brain off and I can just be present because I always have so many ideas and thoughts at once because right. there's so many things I want to do and I'm so I'm you and I are the same and we're both very easily excited. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, "Ooh, yeah, that's a great idea. Ooh, and maybe we should do that." Yeah. And then and then I look at my schedule I'm like, "Oh my god, what did I think I was going to do?" I know. All these things like I was just talking to uh to someone and yesterday I was with uh, my friend Alyssa and someone said, "Oh, you should do this." And I was like, Yeah, with all that free time I have between running a business, being a partner, training our rescue pup, having another dog, having cats, the podcast. I mean, it's a lot. It is a lot. Mm -hmm. It is a lot. And so I have to say, okay, you know what? I can't take that on right now because my plate is full and Mm -hmm. I don't have the strength to make my plate bigger right now. 100%. Yeah. No, I totally feel that. I do that a lot. Always doing it right now. Take on too much stuff at once. Oh my gosh, yes. (laughs) It's your MO. Yeah, I don't know. I just can't stop. Your results driven. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm getting better though. I'm getting more yeah. realistic. Like now that I'm like starting to figure out how I work and not how other people work, it's getting easier to where I could be like, okay, let's not do it. Well, well, I think when you and I both started our businesses because we started around the same time, I think we did a lot of like conversing with like what works for you and what works for you. Mm-hmm. And while a lot of those things did support us both, there are significant differences in how you operate versus how I operate. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And the, our being our sleep schedules are one of the examples, but mm-hmm. it's good because maybe I tried something that you really feel works for you and it didn't work for me and that's okay oh, yeah. because now I know. Exactly. And so I do think it's important to try different things, play around with your schedule. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're if you're working and you're dead on Thursdays, don't work Thursdays. Yeah, exactly. Or if you have a lot of requests for for Saturdays or Tuesdays, work those days instead. Yep. Oh, your evenings are dead? Then don't work them. You're yeah. nine to noon, you're not busy? Then don't work it. 100%. Yeah. No, I just like redid my schedule to where I have my specific days that I know that I like to work and then I know that I have a lot of work needed. Um, so those are the only days that I massage because I had a lot of those days where I was like, man, I do not want to work Friday afternoons. Like I just don't want to. So I just stopped. And then I was like, oh, well, all my clients just moved to the days that I am working. So this worked out great. <laughs> yeah. I had changed my schedule back in the beginning of 2020, uh, where I was working like a swing schedule. So I'd work Tuesday through Friday or Wednesday through Saturday mm-hmm. for eight hour days. And I mean, eight hours is pretty standard behind the yeah. chair anymore, kind of start to, you know, fall apart a little 100%. bit. 100%. Um, but then when I came back to work, I added on Tuesdays, like after, like when we reopened after the pandemic, I came back to work and added Tuesdays in, but then cut a little bit of time out of the other days. So now I'm working for anywhere from 
eight to nine to 10 hour days. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely, or sorry, five days a week. So it's definitely challenging. Yeah. Um, but I really, I did what I needed to do at the time. And now I'm ready to kind of make that shift back because I've been working that schedule now for almost five months. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, great, it worked for me then. It's no longer serving me because I am starting to lose that grip on on having my 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 work-life balance. For sure. So I'm going to rein it back in and say, okay, maybe I would rather work four long days and still have three-day weekends because I need that time to myself. Like this weekend is my first three-day weekend in months. And I can't tell you how good it's felt to feel like I've had the time to relax and knock out work stuff and get home stuff done and just take time for myself. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I really enjoy a four-day work week. It's not for everyone, but I'd rather work four long days than work five long days. (laughs) 100%. Yeah, that's what I did with my schedule. So like I work like two and a half days total now, I think. So like my Tuesdays, I'm literally working from like 11 o'clock back to back until like nine o'clock. And that day is like, I know Tuesdays, I'm not getting anything done except for just Don't like ask work. me to hang out. Yeah, I'm not going to work Don't text me, don't call day. me. Yeah, like I'm going to wake up, I'm going to eat breakfast, I'm going to treat myself good. My Tuesdays like that too. Yeah, it's just crazy. And then my Saturdays are like that. And then my Sundays are really chill. I cut it off at like three o'clock. Um, but I know that I just like put my head down and just like work like crazy. And then I have four whole days where I can do what I need to do personally. I could work on the business and not be in the business as much. That's been like the biggest balance for me of, I don't know about you, but being in my business and on my business has been the biggest struggle because I don't know. I have, I like really had to tell myself that like, if you're not like, cause for me, I was overworking myself. I didn't have as much time to be doing like advertising and all this other stuff I need to do but I have other therapists that are relying on me to do those things. Right. So I'm like, now I'm like fucking their income up. <laughs> like I need to stop doing that. So I'm like, okay, we'll do three hardcore days of like, these are my money days. And then my four days where I make sure that their needs are taken care of. My needs are taken care of. My partner's needs are taken care of. Um, and it's been good. Yeah. It's been a good balance so far. Yeah. I think it's easy to get caught up in doing one thing, but you always see something else suffering a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so you really just have to look at it and say, okay, well, do I? how much do I really care about you know, advertising or marketing? There are some companies that they don't really need to do a lot of that and like yeah. create for them. It's right? not me. Yeah, um, I know. But for me, it, it is a priority. Mm-hmm. And it's not like my number one, like my number one is showing up for work. Oh, yeah. So marketing and advertising okay, maybe 20% of my time. Mm-hmm. Maybe 20% of my time is spent uh, on systems, whether it's inventory, payroll, whatever I'm doing system-wise. Maybe another 20% is education. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I've still got 40% that's actually being behind the chair. Oh, yeah. Um, and so I think it's really important to to be able to prioritize different things for your business because, yeah, like you said, there's a difference between being at work and being on work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, I think that's like the hardest part is just that and figuring out what you need to do um, with that stuff. But um, yeah, that schedule's worked out great for me. But like I said, other people, you know, some people thrive in just being in their business all the time. I am not one of those people. But we also have like very like emotion draining jobs. Oh, for sure. Like I love my job and I love my clients. But when I get off of work, I am. I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk. I'm tired. I'm drained like in every way possible. Just like, let me be, let me sit and have a glass of wine. Yeah, exactly. And then we can talk. 
Yeah. So like for me being in my business all the time is like pretty detrimental to my business. I just like I'm a cog in my own system because I'm just going to be tired. I'm not going to be motivated. I'm just going to be focused on being at work and getting my like clients in who need to get in. But then if I stay in that few weeks down the road, I'm like, oh, why is this week like a little bit less clients? It's all my regulars, but there's not as much like new people coming in. And it's like, oh, because I've literally only been working and I haven't like done anything. I haven't like really gone into my emails. I haven't done anything. Okay. There's so much more behind the scenes of a schedule. Like it's not just showing up and working 40 hours a week. Oh yeah. There's so many other things that go into, like you said, the advertising and scheduling and client communication Mm -hmm. and so you do have to like my thing is let's say I only want to work 40 hours a week well I'm working 40 hours behind there that chair plus another 15 doing other stuff for the salon okay so now I'm really working 55 hours a Mm -hmm. week behind the chair yeah so let's tweak my hours physically behind the chair so that I can truly spend a little bit more time on thing other things that the salon needs while still maintaining a 40-hour work week or Mm -hmm. whatever it is for you. You know, if you like to do four, you know, 10-hour days, like, awesome. Mm -hmm. I like to do four eight-hour days and spend the other hours on, you know, social media or email marketing or so on and so forth. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So you really just have to play around with it and experiment and, and like, be honest with yourself. Like, if something's not working, don't do it anymore. 100%. I think experimentation is key. Like, I feel like every time I sit in your chair we'll be talking and we're both like on completely different types of schedules or like following some type of regimen that's completely (laughs) different than what we were the previous time. And it's just like, you have to just keep trying until you find what sticks, I guess. You and I have changed up our diets so much over the last, so much. not like, not, let me clarify, not like like a diet, but like our eating habits for sure. Definitely. Yeah. We've both taken two, like, cause you were vegetarian for so long. Uh And then I was like, heavy meat eater like paleo like I ran you were vegan all the time and now I'm like a year last month was my year of being vegan <laughs> and you're like starting to implement more animals I know <laughs> it's just so different but it's again it's like how people's bodies are just different like I was so sick for weeks before yeah. I changed to going into more of like a plant life lifestyle um and that worked for me and it was great and I have clients who are like I want to try that too and I'm like no 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 like Like, first like you gotta figure out if it's okay for you like for me it was good like that's what my body needed but I mean some people like you're a carb person you're a meat person you're whatever Um, and there ain't no shame in the trying game no definitely not so I mean I always thought I would never do that now (laughs) I'm like I'm living my best life that is so funny (laughs) All right, so if you had to leave our listeners with one thing, especially regarding finding the perfect balance in their life, what would you say? Honestly, I think it's the same thing that I said the first time that we tried to do this, like that was over a year ago or so, is just being kind to yourself and to your future self and just like stop beating yourself up. If you fail at your schedule, maybe there's some like tweaking that needs to get done or maybe there's some like inner diving in yourself (laughs) that you need to figure out, but just be kind to yourself and go with the flow and play around with it. Figure out what works. Um, Listen to yourself and try to nurture yourself in whatever way that means. And there's no such thing as perfect. And let go of the idea of perfect. Yeah. 
Yeah, let go of that. Let go of the whole, like, write out your perfect person and then what would they do and this and that. Like, just listen to yourself and, like, know your goals and know what you want to do and build an action plan for it. But just know you're not Terminator and you're not a machine. (laughs) And you're just going to, like, not be able to be a person. Take care of yourself and get shit done. Yes, exactly. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Alicia. Thanks no for joining me today. Thanks. So how can we find you on the Instagrams? Movement Muscle Therapy. You have a website as well? Mm-hmm. MovementMuscleTherapy.com. Awesome. Yeah. So if you guys are looking for a sports massage in the Raleigh, Jacksonville, Goldsboro area, mm-hmm. hit up Alicia. She's awesome. She loves what she does. And she's just really, really like fun to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, and as always... Like, subscribe, share. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. And thanks for tuning in. Follow us on Instagram, Fringe and Flourish Podcast. And we will talk to you next Monday. 